be seated. Glory to God. Yeah, when Kevin was asking about that gardening thing, man, he lost the crowd, didn't he? Man, if he'd have just went to mowing, then we'd have had to start all over. Glory. God's a good God. He's doing good things. The one thing we never, ever want to forget or even grow lack, grow a little bit lax in is that he's good. We want to wake up in the morning remembering his goodness, rem- thanking him for the good things he's doing. You know, the devil will try and say, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And you know what? You can think of a thousand things to overcome what he just said because God has been good to everyone. I don't care what your condition is in this, this morning. God's been good to you. And he's going to keep being good because he just can't stop. Right? It's not, he doesn't has good, have good. He is good. Amen? And so he's not going to stop. So expect good things from God and, and expect to do good things for God. Amen? He, he put that goodness in you to enjoy and to share. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, let's open up our Bibles today and we'll start in Psalm 139. Around verse 23. And uh, let's look at the Word. How many believe we could hear from God today? You know, that's uh, the, the Word is so rich. And you, you hear the testimonies that come, you know, from locally, from around the country, and from around the world. And, and it makes you realize how, how, how good we have it here, first of all. You know, uh, the messages that we get to hear on a regular basis. Um, how many have heard several good faith messages in your lifetime? Huh? Yeah, you know, you could go to a lot of places where people couldn't say that. And, and so we always want to be thankful. And you never want to get in a rut. You know, the, you, you get in these spiritual ruts where you do things that you've always done, but you're no longer doing them for the right reason. Your, your heart was stayed over here, and you came over here. Amen? And, and, and you got to watch things like that. And, and you, we, we, need to, we need to renew our minds. We need to renew our hearts on a daily basis so that we don't slip into something that's just a tradition. Amen? Uh, in Psalm 130, did I say 139? That's good. My eyes are working good this morning. All right. It says, Search me, O God. And know my heart, try me, and know my thoughts. And, you know, a lot of people would think that, you know, if you, if you get ready to ask that question, get ready for an answer. Right? This is a growing question. Because if you, if you get this question and then all of a sudden in your, in your heart you get, well, nothing's wrong with you. You're, you're as big as you can ever get in God. Then you're not hearing from God. Right? Because we'll never be as big as we can get in God on this earth because we can continue to grow. He's infinite. He, 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 you know, I, I look at scriptures today that I looked at 20 years ago, and I'm like, wow. Like I've never read it before. Why? Because his word's living and growing and breathing. And I'm growing to new levels. Bro, I was talking to Brother Moore after one of his messages recently, and I said, I, said, I know that I should have seen that. And he said, we all learn at the level we're at. And he didn't say it quite that way, but... That's where we're at. You know, you grow, and now you can receive more. Amen? 
And, and, and that's what this is, this is about. It's about, search me, God. Look at my heart. Should, you know, try me. What, what am I thinking? Am, am, I, am I skewed in my thinking towards something? You know, I was listening to Rob Friday night, and he was talking about those verses in Deuteronomy where it says, I won't do this, and, and if you'll do this. And so many times we look at if you do this, th- then God all of a sudden blesses you. The blessing's there, right? The cursing is there. God is merely saying, do these things, and you'll walk in it. Amen? Don't do these things, and you won't. He's not going to take away the blessing. You won't be walking in it. Right? And if, you, if our thoughts become skewed, we begin walking on a path that God's not on. So many times in religion, in traditional religion, we'll get, say, well, we got two paths right here. They, they both go the same direction. If this is God's path, and God's going here, and I walk on this path, I'm now following God. Right? But I'm in the same church. But if God's on that path and I go over here, I can say, well, I'm in church. Yeah, but God's on that path. Yeah, but, but I'm sitting on the front row. Yeah, but God's on that path. Right? I, I, I'm following the rules. Right? Yeah, but God's on that path. Try, try your heart. Check, check your, your thoughts. See if you're staying behind Him. Because following God is the most important thing we do. Following Him regularly is the most, and it's following Him is not obeying rules. Following Him is following Him, going after Him, going in the same way He goes. The word follow literally means in the same way. And and so if we're following God, we're we're not getting off over here in traditional thoughts and in... in, uh, and, you know, if you work at church, a lot of times you can get churchy, right? If you come to church a lot, a lot of times you can get churchy. Churchy is not godly, right? It's churchy, right? And you can give churchy answers, you know. Somebody will go, well, how, how's, your, how's your finance? Say, oh, he meets all my needs according to his riches and glory. And it's great to say that. It's even better to believe it when you say it, Right? It's, it, it, you know, to have the word is one thing, to believe the word you have, right? That it's not just a, a rule taught by men, a pat answer. There are so many pat answers to every question. And it's good that you have that word. It's the right answer. But make sure it's the answer that God put in your heart and you're giving it from your heart. Because faith isn't going to come from your mouth unless it came up through your heart first. We say lots of things that have no faith to back them. And when we get into tradition, right, then we do things out of rules and regulations and and instead of out of love for God. When you follow God on this path, you're following because you love Him. You trust Him. You know where He's going. Not only do you want to go with Him, you want to be where He is. Amen. You don't want to get away from God. You don't want to be. You don't want to be back here. Uh, you, you don't want to be. You don't want to feel condemned and back off. You, you don't want to be on this path saying, "Well, I'm doing all the right things. I'm, I'm going where I'm supposed to go." No, if God's over there, you're not going where you're supposed to go. Right? Parallel paths are not God. You know, I know most of us and a lot of us could say because God's path straight, right? But most of us could say we've walked a path like this. We've intersected God a few times, right? 
And thank God there's a day where he says, stop right here and look straight ahead. And remember, that's what he said about his word when he said in Proverbs 4, he said it's life to those who find it. And then he goes in, he says, keep your eyes straight ahead. You know, what's he saying? I want you to follow me. If you'll listen to my words, you'll do what I say. And, and, and if you love my word, it's, it's not just listening to, it's attending to, loving it, knowing it is your, it's your life and your health. Amen? When we follow God's word, we believe we're, we're going towards life. We're going towards health. We're, we're going towards prosperity and peace. We're, we're going where joy is. And, and, and if we're just doing rules, we're doing it so it, when, when somebody says, how's it going? So well, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. <laughs> right? I'm doing it just the way I should. You're doing your, you're doing, you, you've, Brother Moore and Mrs. Moore have been talking about in recent months and years. You're, you're adding God to your way instead of going his. So, so what you're doing is you're doing God-like things. I won't even say God. I don't want to use the word God-like. You're doing religious things on the wrong path. Amen? And, and when you're doing religious things on the wrong path, there's no love involved. And we all know that doing anything for God outside of love has no value. So, so the minute we get out of the love of God, which is only going to be on the path of God, then, then you are no longer doing eternal work. You may do something good, but it will be momentary, and, and it will not last. It won't be remembered because it's a fix, right? It, it's, it's, a, it's a quick fix. And it does, I shouldn't say it's a fix, it's a Band-Aid, right? The fix was over here, and we're walking in Band-Aid land. And by the way, Rob was wrong, only Snoopy Band-Aids work. <laughs> Just to correct him right here. It says, search me, O God, know my heart, and know my thought. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. And what he's literally saying is, and you know, people say, oh, I'm not wicked. Yeah, we got twisted. We got, a, we got a human brain. Wicked just means twisted a bit. You know what you got to do sometimes? Untwist. Let God's word untwist. You know, when, when we refuse to say we could think wrong, then we refuse to think right. Amen? It, you're, you, we become unteachable when we can't be wrong. Right? And that's what he's saying. He's saying, search my heart and show me if there's something in me that's not going your direction. And he said, basically saying, when you see it, move me over to your direction and lead me in the way that's everlasting. Lead me in the way of love. Lead me in the way of life. Lead me in the way of peace. Lead me in the way of joy. Lead me to where I am not selfish, but selfless. Where my thoughts now are, are to you and to your things and to people and, and my thoughts are born out of love and, and my actions are born out of faith. Amen? Be, because because I, I know I'm serving a good God and I'm not, I'm not on a parallel path with Him. I'm right behind Him. Amen? Behind God is where we want to be. We want to stay in that lane following Him all the time, doing what he does, saying what he says. And, and, and the thing is, we're not saying it. How many people got kids in here? Got kids? 
How many does it bless when they obey you? How many does it bless when they obey you because they love you? Not just because they're in fear of being in trouble. That blesses, see, God doesn't want a bunch of kids that are afraid they're going to be punished if they don't get it right. He wants a bunch of kids that know how good he is and want to follow him at all times. Amen? He wants, and you know, he's not looking for rules. He's looking for a relationship. Amen? God wants a relationship with every person that comes to him. That's why they're coming to him, to have a relationship. Right? People say, well, uh, you know, so I can go to heaven. That's why your relationship will continue. Right? (laughs) Because when we don't have relationship, we have separation. Right? We have separation. Look at, uh, let's look at the rich young ruler. You know why we we all like to look at the rich young ruler so often? Because he's so much like all all of us. (laughs) Right? We can all look at his life and say, yeah. If we don't, you know, if you look at the rich young ruler and say, I can't believe he's like that, then you're missing it. You're missing it because we can, we're all human. Anything that's happening to one human can be happening to another. Amen? We all have the capacity to fail. And through Christ, we have a greater capacity to succeed. When, when we walk in the love of God, we have no capacity to fail. When we follow God, we lose our capacity to fail. Glory to God. But But... How many have missed following God every now and then? Right? You've woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Right? I don't know. i got to go to work anyway. Those people like me and I don't like them. Wished I didn't even need money. I should live in a tent out in the field. Right? You don't, you don't wake up in Christ saying that. Right? Can you imagine if Jesus would have said that? Some morning, what are all these disciples doing around? I mean, where'd these people come from? I healed all day yesterday. I don't feel like healing today. Love doesn't do that. Love never quits. It, it will always succeed in everything that it goes to do because it never quits thinking of you. And when we're following God, we're thinking of Him and we're thinking like Him. And we begin to see things the way he sees them. Amen? And what he says in, the, in this passage, he's gonna, and we'll see it. He says, this is necessary. This is necessary. Let, let, let's look at uh, Mark 10. Mark 10, verse 17. Thank you, Lord. He's already helping us. So I didn't know how I was going to start yet. Let's get to the middle. Thank you, Lord. It says, And when he had gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There's none good but one, that is God. He said, And then he goes on, he says, You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not, honor thy father and mother. He gave him all the rules, right? Rules done at the word of God are different than rules done by religion. Amen? And, and, and the rich young ruler, he said, 
He said, I've observed all these things from my youth. What's he saying? I've been doing this. Did you know that there are people that don't know God that do all those things? Right? So doing all those things will not present that you're following God. Right? I know really good people that, that, you could, that I could count on. They would give me the shirt off their back, but they don't know Jesus. You probably, probably everybody in here knows somebody like that. Right? And they're not, they're not defrauding anyone. They're not stealing from anybody. They're not killing anyone. Why? Because they're good people. In themselves, they're good people. They're following rules that they grew up with. Right? But they don't know God. They're not following God. They're following rules. I had somebody tell me one time, they said, they actually they had come to a meeting here, and they said, you know, we were looking, and, and I don't know, I, I think they're saved now, but at this point I don't know that they were. They said, you know, to, to us, the Bible is something you could follow even if you didn't believe it was God because it's just good, good advice. And I'm like, in a way that's true, but if you don't know Jesus, you'll never follow it right. You'll always be on some other path, going some other diff- different direction, having another God in your life. If you're not on God, if you're not following God, you're following something. You're following something, right? If you're not serving God, you're serving somebody or something. Amen? If we're following God, then, then these, these aren't just rules. In other words, I'm not just doing it so that when God asks me, I can say, yeah, I did it. I'm doing it because I trust Him. He's asked me to do it. And I know that when I do his word, that I cannot help but be blessed. I cannot help but walk in life, right, and health. That's what his word does. It says, it says keep, it in your, keep it in your heart. Keep it in the midst of your heart and, and guard it. Why? Because it's life and health. It's not just rules, right? If it was just rules, in Proverbs he said, he'd have said, son, pay attention to my word because they're really good rules, Right? And, and if you do them, people will think you're a really good person, right? But they'd have had zero power beyond that. God's words are life and health. And, and following them, following the word of God or Jesus is life and health. When we choose Jesus as Lord of our life and we begin to follow him, then we're no longer looking at the law. Why? Because the law still exists, but now we're able to do it, right? You couldn't do the law without Jesus, right? Because you could only follow rules. But when Jesus came, now you can follow him. And by following him, you'll do the rules, amen? And you'll do them in power instead of in concept, amen? And when we do God's word in power, then powerful things happen in our lives, amen? And he said, he said, you know all these? And, and the, the man answered, he said, he said, Master, I've observed all these from my youth. In one of the Gospels, he says, what yet do I lack? What, why would you ask that question? Because you know you still lack something, right? He knew he still lacked something. He knew he was doing it as a rule, but that wasn't fulfilling him. Why? Because you can't just do the Word of God as a rule. 
because you'll know you'll always know you're missing something. And, and what are the we is because why? Because you, you're you're separated. You're separated. Love is what brings us together, right? Love the love of God is what brings us to God. It, it's what it's what saved us, and it's what He put in us to to come to Him, and so that we can come together and be where He is doing what he's doing, being involved in the things he's involved in. The relationship is what's important. He didn't have a relationship. He had rules. The relationship is, is what's important. If you're a parent, the thing, you know, my mom was so good at this. She didn't tell me to have a relationship with God. She showed me hers. And I'm so thankful that every day I could wake up and I could say, man, that lady's weird. Why was she so weird? Because she had an ongoing relationship with the King of Kings. She had an ongoing relationship that never quit. It didn't quit on a bad day. It didn't quit on a good day. It didn't quit on any day. It did. I remember the last day of her life. She was still praising God. Why? Because He was her everything. And what she didn't understand, she didn't understand. But she didn't quit following him because of that. So many people, one thing happens and they don't understand it. And, and you got two choices at that point. It's me or God. And too many people are going to me. Are going to God, I mean. Right? Because there's too many people that are getting mad because something didn't happen the way they thought it should have. And that's not God's fault. That, that would be like saying, I don't know why I'm not in the blessing. I'm doing everything he said to do. That's exactly what you're doing. You're doing everything he said to do. Are you following him? You can do everything he said to do and never follow him. The rich young ruler did. Right? He was following the law to the T. Legalistically is not what God's looking for. He's looking for loveistically. Right? He wants you he wants you to love him. If you go back to Deuteronomy and read some of those verses that that Rob was talking about uh, last night and go up just a ways, he'll say, "I want you to love the Lord your God and hearken to his voice." Why? Because first you got to love him to hear him. Right? You got to love him or you can't hear him. Why why couldn't the people hear Jesus? Because they didn't love God. And he was speaking God. They couldn't understand him. They couldn't understand what he was saying because he was speaking out of the love of God and he was saying things that without God's ears, they couldn't hear. Amen? Why? Because they weren't following God. They were teaching laws of men as rules for a doctrine. For a doctrine, they were teaching laws of men they were teaching laws as, of, as rules of men, and that's all they were was rules of men. And they were teaching them like they were God. And so they were over on this path, and God was over on here. They were nowhere near him. And, and what, what, the, what the enemy wants us to do is be separated from God. He wants us to, to, he wants us to be doing our own thing our own way, right? You, you, can, do, you can do things my way. Right? I mean, how many have done the My Way plan? Right? I can tell you what the My Way plan got me, and it got me in my trouble. Huh? 
It, it got me in my stupidity. It, it got me into places I never want to go back to, right? And, 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 but I had to get ears to hear and a heart to receive before I could hear what God was trying to say because to me it sounded like rules and regulations. But to God and out of his mouth and out of his heart, he was saying do this and live, do this and live. Do this and have prosperity. Do this and have peace. Do this and all that I am will be in you. Glory to God. And when when that comes, it changes your life. Why? Because you're no longer following your ways. You're no longer listening to your voice. You're now hearkening to the voice of God and following Jesus. Right? You have the word and you have the voice and now you've got a direction. And when you, when you start heading that direction, then, then life, what, what's it say in, in the Psalm 23? Goodness and mercy start following you. You're following God. Goodness and mercy are following you. Man, you're, you are trapped between love, goodness, and mercy. I want to be in that sandwich every day. I will be the meat in the love, mercy, and goodness sandwich all the days of my life. Amen? And that's what he said. Surely I'll be there all the days of my life. Glory to God. That's where we want to be. And, and, and so the, the, rich, the rich young ruler, he actually asked, he said, okay, what yet do I lack? And Jesus loved him. He looked at him. Why? Because that's what God does. You know, so many people, they, they get off track and they do what Peter did. You know what Peter did when he got off track? It said he followed him from afar. This was Peter who was right next to him. He was the one that cut off the soldier's ear. He was the one that stood by him. And all of a sudden, he betrayed him. So he was in condemnation. Lord, when we get separation from God, we follow from afar off. Why? Because we don't feel like we can come near anymore. We don't feel like we can come near. It's real simple. Forgive me, Lord. And think about this. God didn't say, Peter, don't you know I love you? You know, that's what so many people are waiting for. They're waiting for God to say, oh, I love you, come back. What Jesus says, Peter, do you love me? Why? Because that's what will bring you back. Your love for him is why you follow. It's not his love for you. That's why you came. Why you continue is your love for Him. You came because His love for you drew you. And it said you need salvation. I have everything for you that you will ever need in this lifetime. And you came to God. And then you followed Him because He shed abroad His love in your heart. And you followed Him because you loved Him. And that's what Jesus said three times. He said, do do you love me? And He said, you know I love you. That's what, that's what reinstated him. That's what, what did he do right after that? He followed Jesus. Even after he messed up one more time after that, he said, what, what about John? Yeah. And what Jesus say then? said, don't think about John. You follow me. What was he saying? Walk in love. You follow me. Glory to God. And, and he, told this, he told this man, he said, he said, he said, there's one thing, one thing, one thing you lack. And it wasn't that he just lacked one thing. He had one out of place. One was no longer in the one slot, right? See, see, we tend to get one over in about three or four sometimes. 
and two becomes one. <laughs> Does that make sense to you guys? Has the second most important thing in your life ever become the most important thing in your life? How many of you people have made their kids the most important thing in their life at times? Oh, God got on to me. He said, how can I take care of her if you are? Right? That's not... If you're going to give it to Him, you've got to give it to Him. And it's tough. Because you're trying to get your kids to do the very same thing that God's trying to get you to do. Follow me. Right? And, and, and that's when you've got to trust that they'll do the right thing because they love you. Because they love the Lord. And so because of that love for God and that knowledge that they've watched you walk in, not tell them over and over again every day of their life, you need to follow God, you've got to follow God, you're going to have to listen to God, you need to go and pray, you need to get in the Bible, you need to get in the closet. Your kids don't get in the closet very often. <laughs> right? My mom had a prayer closet, and i got to be honest with you, we stayed as far away from that thing as we could. <laughs> right? It was a weird place. It had a velvet red thing in it and some drapes and and it was a closet and I am so thankful that she spent day and day and an hour and hour now I'm so thankful that I watched her live this life right I watched her follow God and because she did I had something to think back to oh yeah I miss that God sorry you know he'd show me something he said he said, she was following me. She was doing, oh, yeah, I see that now. Why do I see it now? Because now I'm trying to see it. Now I've got the love of God in me, and, I, and I'm walking with him, and I'm on this path. And I said, okay, God, show me. Because what, what, what did he say? He said, I want to inherit the kingdom of God. He's not just saying I want to want to be in heaven someday. He's saying, I want to be part now. And if you are an inheritor of the, king of God, of the kingdom of God, you can, you're a part right now. You don't, you don't become an inheritor after you get there. Why? Because you have to become the, a son now, right, to be part of the inheritance. And that's what he's saying. I want to be an inheritor of the kingdom of God. And what, what did he say? He said, you lack one thing. You got some things out of place. You, you're, you're doing some things that, that are okay to do, but you're not doing them with the heart. You're doing them as a rule. You're doing them out of tradition and teaching rather than out of love. And he said, what, what I need you to do is go sell everything you have, give to the poor, right? <laughs> you, can, you can tell how people, that people have money, they don't want to hear this. What? Because you're trusting money. If you're not trusting money, you, you don't mind hearing this at all. So why would God say that? He said, because you're following what you're, where your money's leading Right? And people can say, well, I'm glad I don't have all that money. So I'm following. You're following something. It doesn't have to be money. This was an example. Right? You could be following after people. You could be following after church. You could be following after a pastor. Right? I'm not going there if he's not going to be there, by golly. That's who I came to see. No, I can't see them. I ain't going. It's the word of God and following God we're looking to do, right? So, so we want to follow God. 
We, we don't want to follow a man. We don't want to follow money. We don't want to follow the world. We don't want to follow its ways. I don't want to be influenced by anything else except for this and the, the, the Lord that I love and his word. Right? And you can't separate those two. Right? If, if it's not in his word, it's not him. And, and that's, that's who we're following. And, that, and that's what he said to this man. He said, you lack one thing. Go sell all this other stuff. He said, this, this is keeping you, this is holding you back. Money is actually holding you back. Right? And don't get me wrong, God's not, he's okay with people having money. Right? That's what his brother Jerry said, he's just not okay with money having them. Money had him. And had him tight. Which the scripture says. The neat thing is, Jesus never gave up on him. He said, you lack one thing, go sell all you have, give to the poor, and you'll have treasures in heaven. And see, if your ears aren't on right, you'll say, so give all this money, and then someday when I die, I'll have a bunch of money up there, but I'm going to be poor here all the... That's not what he said. He said, your account will go, it will be from this, it will go from this earth to my place, and you'll have treasure there. Because where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. And if you can't get your treasure there, then I can't get your heart there. Amen? Because, because you'll have plenty on this earth following God. Just read the blessing that Rob was talking about just this long on Friday night. If you just read the first part of that blessing, and that blessing is for following God, then you, you couldn't possibly not have money. You couldn't possibly not have abundance by following God. But there's times where we choose to do it our way. I'm going to serve. I'm serving God. I'm just doing it my way. How do you do that? That's like, I know he's going over there, but I'm helping him over here. No, you can't help him over here. He's over there. You can only follow God by following God. Right? If 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 some if Kim was walking over there and I went that way, I'm not following Kim. When she's not following me, there's no following happening. Right? God leads. If you'll notice, when when Jesus look at all the accounts of the disciples that he called, he went up and he said, "Follow me." He he didn't stop and say, "Oh, are you coming?" No, he's a leader, and he says, "Follow me," and he just keeps walking. It's up to them to follow. Right? If he does anything else, they're not following. They're being pulled. He didn't say, come here, I'll pull you. He wasn't the God of wagons. Right? No, he's the God of a train. He's a train. He says, hitch up with me. And then he keeps walking. Hitch up with me. And then he keeps walking. And actually, that's the picture it paints when he says, follow me. It's It's literally a connection. It's connect to me. Connect to me. Walk in the way that I walk. Glory to God. And so we connect to him. And, and then the next person connects to him. And, and all, now we're following God. Amen? That was the direction I got when this church started. I said, uh, I said God, what am I supposed to do? He said, he said, follow me by following Brother Moore. So what I do? I begin to follow Brother Moore. Why? Because I'm hooked to God like that. Right? And, and, and that's, that, that's, that's what he's saying to this, this Russian ruler. He says, there's one thing you forgot. You're, you're ahead 
of the train, right? Number one needs to stay number one, and you've jumped number two over on top of it, right? You're following the rules, but you can't follow the rules without following me. And that's the one thing he lacked. It's not possible to follow what God asks us to do without following God first. He's the one that gives you the ability to do it. We couldn't love a puppy. <laughs> not right without the love of God. Right? You can't, you can't have joy without God being first. That's why he said, seek me first. Put me in front of everything. Because if you do, everything else will be in the right line. Everything else will work just fine. But you can't, you can't go from number two with number one in the back. It's backwards. And that's why I said there's one thing you're missing. He said you lack it. What? Number one's missing. It was missing. He didn't even have it. He said if you'll get a hold of number one, get a hold of number one. Go sell everything you have and get a hold of number one. And... and and then, then he, he looked at him and he was sad. Why was he sad? He could not put money number two. Not at that point. Not at that point. Remember Jesus, Jesus said how hard it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And the disciples went, I oh, wonder why they did that. They must have been rich. There'd have been no, they should, if they were poor, they should have said, well, thank God I'm poor. Right? They must have had some money. Because every time they heard something like this, they go, What? Who can go then? Right? You, you know, they didn't have any problem with money back in the Bible. That had to come with religion. Right? They didn't, come, they didn't have a problem with people having money back in the Bible. They didn't have any problem with rich people. Right? It had to come with religion. Because the disciples didn't have a problem with it. The problem they had is how are we going to get to heaven if he can't go? Right? And Jesus said, I like the way he said it the next day. He said, children. <laughs> children. Right? In, that, in other words, I was talking to you, but I forgot. You're children. <laughs> children. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's very hard for someone who trusts in riches, who will not follow me, why? Because you can't enter into the kingdom without following God. It doesn't matter what else you're following. It won't take you where he's going. Right? Money will not take you to the kingdom of God. Job will not take you to the kingdom of God. Kids will not take you to the kingdom of God. Whatever's more important than God cannot get you into the kingdom of God. Right? You know what gets you there immediately? Following him. And that's what he said. Go sell all you have and follow me. Do the one thing that you haven't been doing. And then all the commandments you've been keeping, it'll be worth something. It'll have eternal value in your life. And the blessing of God can come on you and overtake you. Glory to God. But, but put me first. Hook up to me as your engine. Don't, don't try to pull the engine. Right? 
And when you do that, then, then you find yourself in the right place, doing the right t- things at the right times, seeing the right people, saying the right things, being blessed. Right? Look, look at Abraham. He's such a good example. You know, he just said, I believe you, God. And then he went on. And next thing you know, he's got too many cows. <laughs> right? Too much gold. Too much silver. He can't fit everything on the land he's got. Why? He, it's not because he went out and did about He was blessed. Why? Because he believed God and followed. God said, leave this land. Go to this land. And Abraham went. Right? And what happened? The blessing overtook him. And the next thing, he doesn't have enough room for everything. Glory to God. Following God is good. It will not take away one thing from your life that you need. Right? And that's the problem. Oh, I need that. I need that. I remember when I was a little kid, I had a little uh, little monkey. Called him Bobo. Everybody should have had a Bobo. Huh? Had a little banana in his... Yeah, Kim called him Curious George. But that's, not, that's not even original. There really was a Curious George. Huh? <laughs> but I didn't go anywhere without him. Right? It, we, we don't want to go anywhere that God's not going. Right? We, we, we want him to be our everything. We want to cling to him. It says to hold fast to him. And to, and to refuse to let go. No matter what we see, no matter what's going on, no matter what else comes into our life, it never takes first place. It never takes first place. And, and there's a danger. You know, there's things. I know when, when, when young couples have their first baby, man, that baby is, ooh. I remember when we got Ramsey, like, oh, man, there ain't nothing better than this. Wrong. The God who gave her to me is way better than that. Right? And you can misplace number one. And I'll tell you right now, that kid can't be number one. They'll be a horrible number one just like that money was. And it'll be hard on them. It's hard on them. Yes, love them. Love them with all the love God gave you to love them with. And love them the way God tells you to. And listen to him and he'll tell you how to raise them. Amen? And that's hard sometimes because... You're looking at the situation and you want to jump over number one and say, no, we got to do this. Right? And see, that's, that's where we're going to get out of place. God knows what's best at all times, even if it doesn't look best to you. Right? You know, there's people, I've had people tell me, and I've actually been in this situation years ago, and they said, well, I just had to lie because I couldn't, if I didn't lie, they would have gotten in trouble. You know what? Would it have been the worst thing or not? You know, you, you got, it, it's, it, it, you can't go past this word. You, you can't go past the word. And the word says, do it this way. You need to do it this way. Amen. And, and if you need to hear from God more than his word, he'll give you more word. Amen. And so, so we don't, we don't look at our ways and keep them. We seek first the kingdom of God. We seek first his way. I like, the, I like the Amplified in that verse in, in Matthew 6.33. It says, seek ye first his way. Seek ye first his way. His way of doing and being right. What, what, what are they what they're saying? Follow him and watch what he does. Follow him 
and hear what he says. Follow him and be free. Amen? Follow him because his way of doing and being right is going to be right. There's not another right. Right? And that's the things we've got to settle. There's not two ways. That's why this starts out in way up in the chapter and says no man can serve two gods. Why? Because you can't. It's not possible. Only one of them will be God and the other one will be back in the line. Why? Because there can only be one number one. And anything else that takes his place is now put him, he's, he won't even be number two. Right? You can't look around and say, God, you're number two. Can I have your help now? No, you have to actually make him number one. That's what he was telling the rich young ruler. You can't, I can't do anything for you from the position you've put me. Right? You ever had somebody tell you you can't get there from here? That's what Jesus was telling me. You can't get there from where you're at. I need you to get rid of number one that is in number one in your life right now and put me in that place so that I can bless you. Amen? And, and that's, that's what he's looking at in, your, in, in our lives, whether it be with relationships or, or healing or marriages. or It doesn't matter. He's saying, okay, you want my help? Put me in my place. Give me that place, number one. Because I'm never changing jerseys. Right? My jersey will always have number one on it because I can only work from that position. Everything I have and, and you can have is done from that position, from that place that you've given me. And you give it to me out of love. You, you, you follow me because you trust me. You seek me because you know me. Yes. Right? You, and, and you don't back off at any time. You, you look at it, and no matter what other options come down, and, and you're following God, and it says, well, here's some money. That'll take care of this. And you say, no, I'm following him. No, here, here, go here, and they'll take care of it. No, I'm following him. Go here. Because the devil wants you to go like this all your life. Right? He, he wants you to waver and swerve. And every now and then you'll intersect with God, right? And you'll, th- and you'll think, what am I lacking? What am I lacking? You're lacking walking straight, right? How easy. And God's saying, this is so simple to the rich young ruler. Get rid of that. Take me, right? What's he saying? Walk straight. Quit swerving. Get off the parallel track and get on my track. Amen. And when we do that, then, then, then we have the ability to do things that we, and see things that we didn't see before. Look at Isaiah 55. Thank you, Lord. He's helping me. I don't know how you guys are doing. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 55, uh, verse 7. Isaiah 55, verse 7. It says, let the wicked forsake his way. His way. Everybody has a way. It says in Proverbs in two, uh, at least two places, it says there's, there's a way that seems right to a man. Or, or there's another place that says every way of a man seems right to him. Right? right? And, and, and everybody's experienced that. Well, I just knew I was supposed to do that. <laughs> it seemed right, didn't it? Right? And we're not talking about your Holy Spirit seamer. We're talking about your flesh seamer. Right? It, it seemed okay to eat that whole cake. 
I thought they wouldn't mind if I drove their nice car. <laughs> Those might be a little out there, but let the wicked forsake his way. What, what was the verse we read that just not long ago? Lord, see if there's any wicked ways in me. Why? Because I'll forsake them. I'll forsake those ways. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. What's he saying? Return to me. Return, put me number one. Yeah, right? Forsake, forsake your thoughts. You, anything, anything of you is unrighteous and it's your thought and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's twisted. Quit thinking the way you think. Quit listening the way you listen. Quit hearing and seeing the way you see. Right? And put me in front so that you can see and hear right. Right? And I'll have mercy on you. What do you say? I'll go right up there to number one. Right? If you haven't been putting God number one, good news for you today, just ask him. Get yourself out of the way. Right? Get yourself back out of the way. Take whatever was number one and don't even make it number two. Get it out of the way. Now, if it's your kid, don't don't lose your kid. But make sure they're behind number one. Amen? If it's your job, if it's your wife, if it's your, if it's your family. People say, oh, your family's supposed to be... No, your family's supposed to be under, behind you, behind God. Right? You, I can't be a good husband. I can't be a good father. I can't be a good man without God. Right? So I can't be anything she deserves or Ramsey deserves without God in my life. And they spent too many years having that person, right? So why not put God number one so they can have a good person, right? You want to be a good wife? You want to be a good husband? Put God number one, right? You want to be a good mom, a good dad? Put God number one. Put, put him in, in his, where, where he is. He is the God Almighty. He is the one that created the universe. He is number one. You know when people say, we're number one, we're number no. You'll never be as great as the number one, right? The one thing that is most needful, right? The one that needs to be first. You'll never be greater. And if you'll forsake all those other number ones and put him in his place. And then he says, he says, I'll, I'll, I'll have mercy on you and I'll abundantly pardon you. In other words, I won't even act like it ever happened. I'll wipe it from the record. Right? So what, what about Peter? Do you love me? Do you love me, Peter? Feed my sheep. What's he saying? Follow me. Do you love me? Feed my lambs. Follow me. Do you love me? You know I love you, sir. Follow me. Follow me. And that's what he's saying. He's saying, Peter, I, I'm not keeping record of what you did. Love me and follow me. And that's what I want you to do. If you've gotten away from God today, if you've gotten, if, if you, maybe you've been walking, maybe you've been following all the rules, right? And thank God you haven't heard anybody lied or stealed or killed anyone or, and you're honoring your father and mother. But maybe those are just rules that are written by men. But today, you want to put God back in the, in the driver's seat, right? You want, you want to put him at the head where he belongs, all you have to do is say, I love you, Lord, I'm sorry. He'll say, for what? Huh? Glory to God. He doesn't just pardon, he abundantly pardons. He puts that thing so far away that you can't find it. 
you have to start digging to look it up. Amen? Glory to God. Verse 8, he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. What's, what's he saying? He's saying, just because you don't think you can be forgiven and be put, and put, put everything right, you're wrong. Your, my thoughts are not your thoughts. I don't react the way you react. My mode and my means are different than your mode and your means. But if you'll forsake your ways, your mode and your means, and take on my ways, my mode and my means, then you'll begin to do things like I do them right behind me. And you'll be blessed. Amen? He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways, your ways, my ways. In other words, I don't do things. What's he saying? I I want you to be able to see my ways. But unless you forsake your ways, you can't see my ways. Because just like the rich young ruler, I got to be first place in your life so you can see me. Somebody that's first place in your life, you don't quit on them when something doesn't happen the way you thought it should. Right? It's too often people say, I was believing God and that didn't happen. I don't know why God didn't do that. I can't figure that out. Stop trying to figure that out. Follow. Right? Yeah, but I've got these scriptures on my mirror. I've got this. I've got that. I've done this. I've done that. What else do I need to do? One thing. One thing. Same thing the rich young ruler needed to do. Go get rid of all that stuff you just told me about and follow me. What's our part? It's to follow. It's to follow out of love, to do, to be obedient because we're willing. Amen? <laughs> to not just be obedient, but be willing and obedient. And follow him because you love him, because you know he's good, because you trust him, and you know he's pure love. He cannot fail. Amen. He's never failed anyone. He will not fail you. And, and that's the God we serve. And his ways aren't your ways. His, his ways are higher. His ways are up here and our ways are down here. And he's saying, he's saying, your ways aren't my ways. Look up here. What he wants to do is bring you up to where you can see what he's doing and why he's doing it. But see, we keep looking from down here and we're trying to figure it out. It's too high for you. You've got to be lifted up. You got to be hooked to him. If you're following him, you can't follow him from down here. You follow him from up here where his ways are. And he said, and, and then he explains his ways. He said, My word's eternal. He said, It's like rain. It comes down and it waters the ground and it brings forth and it waters the ground and it brings forth and it waters. It does not return to me void. Your word voids all the time. I'm everlasting, I'm eternal. The things I do are good and they're forever. That's it. Can you follow that? Lots of my choices. Bad and ending. Good and forever. Wow. Man, that bad and ending sure looks good. No, good and forever is where I'm going. And every morning, We need to wake up and say, Lord, you're good and you're forever. I choose you. I choose your way. I do away with my ways. I put me in back. I follow you. I'm going where you're going. I'm loving who you're loving. 
I'm, I'm, I'm talking to who you're talking to. I'm having joy where you're having joy. I'm, I'm taking peace where you're taking peace. I'm being your follower. One of the words for follower, imitator. Imitator. I'm going to imitate you, God. You're walking that way. I'm going to walk just like you. Amen? And as we do, we'll be just like Abraham. We'll be just like the ten lepers, right? Wherever he told you to walk. If he said walk, go this way, and you do it, get ready for whatever happened that you were asking for when you headed that way. Because he'll give you the desires of your heart when you follow him. Amen? Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord.